Flotsam and Jetsam, a Ferrochrome podcast. Hey, Jen. Hey, Cheryl. Um, you know, I've been thinking about something. Yeah. <laughs> I want to share it with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, as, as I do, as, as, I, you as do, you're yes. my favorite person to share things with about stuff. About stuff. Stuff. But I was thinking about, you know, like, and I know, because I know you have a lot of experience with this as well. Um, renovations. Oh, yes. Because I'm thinking about a renovation. Oh. I've done some renovations. Yes. And I'm thinking about another renovation. So you already are way ahead because you know what can be involved with renovation. They are overwhelming. They but can take over everything. Why am I thinking about more? Well, you. I think it's probably like you have two children. Mm. You forget the pain yes. of giving birth That's after true. the first one when the outcome is so lovely. That's true. That's true. But I, you know, and I think having had some experience with renovations, I feel like I need to, or I can share my experiences, and that will also help remind me. Yes. About what I went through. And what you went through, you can tell me about your experiences as well. Yes. And and what worked well, what didn't, because you always hear stories from mm-hmm. other people, usually horror stories. Almost always. Which can be helpful because you try to find out why it was horrible and yeah. then try to work in some method of avoiding that same issue with yourself. And yet at the same time, you have to go through it yourself, I think, to realize that there's always going to be some negatives. It's Ugh. I don't know if it's ever 100% clean sailing. No. There's always something that comes up that's either unexpected or you have to make a choice that's more expensive than you thought, or there's something that can't be done, or something's not available, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever. Well, we both have older homes. Yes. That we've uh, fixed up. Yes. And and I think that uh, part of having an older home and fixing it up, you want to make it the, it's best. You want to show uh, or have your home to be its best so you can enjoy it. And you're also looking at what is going to be cost effective, mm-hmm. um, good for uh, heating costs, good for usability, good for potentially uh, selling it on in the future, as well as using it yourself. There's a lot of different energy efficiency. Oh, There's absolutely. One of, the, one of the things that that I'm trying to remind myself is that uh, spend a lot of time in the design process. Yes. The more time you spend up front, will it'll save time and money and so angst afterwards. I remember um, when we did our, we did a big kitchen renovation a number of years ago. And um, we spent, I think, about a year in the planning stages before we'd hired a, a contractor, before, before we had... Um, decided our paint color. We spent, I would say, about a year in the design process, just figuring out the best use because we weren't uh, increasing our space. We were using the space that we had. How do we redesign it? And I think that um, if I think about it correct, if I think about, if I think back to our process, the design process, as painful as it is, is the cheapest. Yeah, it's true. It's time. Yeah. Yeah, we we uh, when we got our house, you know, we were mortgage 
poor mm-hmm. or you know house rich mortgage poor. As a lot of us um, are. and so we had this terrible kitchen that we lived with for years and years and years until we could afford to mm-hmm. renovate it the way we wanted to because mm-hmm. we both like cooking yep. and my husband and I and so we wanted it to be a good kitchen so we had this file and every time I saw something I liked I would shove it in the file mm-hmm. or, or if anybody said something that sounded like it might be a good idea I'd write it down and put it in the file so our first part was taking out this huge file mm. and in the end about three quarters of it got chucked out because it wasn't relevant anymore or we didn't both feel that way or it wasn't practical yeah you had to look at the space you have and go okay well I only have this much square feet so um, a 10,000 square foot kitchen is not going to work even though I love it in the magazine or wherever and then um, you know what another thing besides the design and uh, I ask everybody you know I asked I think we had three or four people that we trusted in terms of design ideas Um, we asked them their for their input do you think this is a good idea what about this and 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 on and on um, was don't be afraid Get ready for this. Don't be afraid to fire somebody. Mm, you know? That's hard to do. Very hard to do. Especially if you take a lot of time to find the right person mm-hmm. or what you think is the right person to then turn around and say this isn't working. That's yep. hard. We we had to do that um, uh, with a plumber once. You know, our fault, we didn't do our due diligence. So that's what we learned is when you hire somebody, not only... Uh, do you get their name out of the phone book or or whatever? Maybe ask some friends, uh, some neighbors for recommendations and find out what they use them for. Was it just to fix a tap or was it to do a major retrofit of the of the plumbing? And were they good? Were they on time? Were they on budget? Were they honest? All those kinds of questions. And then um, trust your instinct when you meet somebody. And um, and you don't have to go forward with it, but we had a we had a plumber who was uh, we had another contractor in our home who told us that our plumber was doing things that were wrong, and we had to confront him and fire him. It was horrible, but it was a good thing as well. Yeah, and good before. Yes, the actual work was done, oh. and there were problems afterwards. Because we could you fix hear- what he had done. And we could find another person. And again, that's always, you always think, uh, maybe I won't find another contractor to do this work. But we we managed to find another contractor. And we had to, um, we had a, a contractor that was doing some work for us and he was lying to us. We caught him in a lie. So we had to fire him. Yeah. Which was, seemed like a reasonable reason to fire somebody. And it's hard. You spend, I know we started by talking to people, like mm-hmm, you said, mm-hmm. getting recommendations. We went to the home and garden shows, oh, the local one, and, and met up with people and asked who they recommended. Uh, friends who um, knew other people as well. So mm-hmm. sometimes friends of friends. And then you talk to them. And because they don't know you, they might be a bit more honest, yes. actually. The Better Business Bureau is also a good way to yep. find people and read their ratings mm-hmm. And it is worthwhile doing a bit of due diligence, as you say. Totally. Uh, in our case, we had, when we did our kitchen, we had one contractor who then hired out the subtrade. So mm-hmm. we didn't really have a choice in who this person hired, but we had to then trust in the communication we set up mm-hmm. with the contractor that it was back and forward enough that if there was a problem, he would solve it uh, and 
there wouldn't be any ramifications to the fact that the job would get done. Did you ever have any problems with any of your renovations? We, there were a few small issues that we had to argue. Thankfully, one of the best things that we did was we were taking pictures uh-huh. all the time, yep. before, yep. during, and after everything, even the most minute picture of a bit of board sometimes ended up being necessary. In one case, a flooring uh, contractor came in and put new flooring on our stairs. And when we first used them, it felt, I could tell there was one stair that Mm. was higher than it should be. And I was told, basically, I'm out of my mind. Of Uh. course, that would be ridiculous. But thankfully, I had a picture that showed that there had been a piece of plywood put on top of the stair that was only temporary to be used, but hadn't been removed when they put the actual flooring on top. So there was a stair that was different height and they had to take it down and redo it. But if I didn't have that picture, I would never have been able to plead my case. Isn't that fascinating? And actually one of the best things we ever did in planning, and Mm -hmm. I know with the design comes planning, Mm -hmm. with our kitchen, we made a list. This Mm -hmm. sounds very over the top and you have to go with me on this. Yeah, I like over the top. We made a list of every single item that was going to be in our kitchen. Everything right down to, well, we didn't count the forks, but you know, forks, forks. knives, tins, buckets, whatever. And then once we had our kind of our draft design, certainly on paper, we decided what was going to go in every place. So we would say, okay, well, we need bookcases because we've got cookbooks. But then we were able to say, well, our tallest cookbook is this. So the case has to be at least this high. Otherwise, we would be so angry that the cookbooks wouldn't fit. Same with trays. We actually got a special tray unit put in, uh, just open, open. But, But the bottom ones are actually longer than the top ones. You wouldn't know it to look at it. Right, just a little minuscule amount. But it's because the trays would fit. And I could just imagine doing all this work, getting it all beautifully done, and then your trays don't fit because of one inch or two inches. Oh, it's awful. That would be so frustrating. Well, and it's so stupid because it's such an easily avoidable thing. So things like that, even though it seemed very over the top Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the actual thinking process and doing all that, I tell you, when the kitchen was finally done and every item went exactly where we wanted it to go and everything closed and mm-hmm. was, oh, it was a wonderful feeling and, and worth ki- it. And your kitchen's so beautiful and so practical. Thank you. Practical and beautiful. They work together. I think... You know what, this is this conversation has reminded me of all the work that has to happen up front and before we uh, get the hammer out and uh, bust any walls down. And communication during. I think that's a that's a big part too. Whenever thankfully we work from home. And so if there was a question about something, or suddenly they'd say, Well, we need those drawer pulls now, and I'm thinking, You told me you didn't need them till next week. Well, as they one of us could drop what we were doing and go out and get drawer pulls or whatever. Uh, But that communication back and forth at the end of the day, what happened today, what's happening tomorrow, can we take a look? That took up time, but it was worth doing. It is worth doing it right. Like what they say is um, measure twice, cut once. So do your research now. 
and then you'll be happy with the end result. So I have to remind myself of these things. Did you find that there are any things that you did with your kitchen that now you look and think, oh, I wish I'd done this different or I wish I hadn't done that? Well, you know, we, I know, actually, we are thrilled with our kitchen. And I think that is because we did so much planning in advance and we asked so many questions and we, we were so picky. And I think, you know, like you doing all the measuring of all the items, taking a stock of all the items and then doing measurements, we, we kind of looked back and forth and we figured getting um, many designs on paper was a lot less expensive than uh, cutting a cabinet and going, ah, I wish we had made that taller or shorter or wider. No, we had it all designed on paper. We asked for uh, many, many variations of the paper design from our designer. And some designers will say, we'll give you two. And I think it, those are the designers you kind of walk away from. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't cost them anything to make little changes um, on the uh, the computer graphics and print you out another another copy for you to be happy at the end of the day. And so when we found um, our kitchen designer, he was just like, "Well, I'll do as many uh, variations until we're until we're all happy with the with the end result, and then that's what we'll do." And so that was another. It was key finding the person that kind of could listen to you and. Um, and be responsive. And get excited about your project. Yeah. We have, you know, it's an old house. Yeah. The floors aren't level. Nothing's level. And we wanted cabinets that went right up to the ceiling because I did not want to dust the nope. top of cabinets. Nope. So I wanted to get it right up to the ceiling. And of course, nothing would would look perfect so uh there was some molding that was put on and if you look really closely there's a cheat it's an angle no one would notice it except us but our contractor made it so that it would work because this was uh, one of the important aspects to us and that's nice when a contractor buys into your vision your idea and and gets it and goes with it and doesn't try and argue with you i think that we had the same contractor from the sounds of it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the only thing that I regret is that when I b- started to believe some of the uh, rhetoric, when you go to shops and you're looking for mm. sinks or faucets or whatever, and I was persuaded to get the double sink, which I like, right. but one is deeper than the other. Oh. And in in retrospect, I did not need that double sink, that that oh. deeper sink. If they had been the same height, I find it hurts when I lean over and a little bit extra. So that would be the only thing. But, you know, that's not bad. No, that's not bad. I have a double sink and they're both deep. They're both deep? Yeah. And I like you like them. them both? I do. Well, that's good. And yeah. how did you choose your color? <laughs> um, you know what? It was, I can't remember. We threw clothes around the entire room until we found an item of clothing that worked well. And then we got boards and painted them and then left them during the day and the night. It's amazing how colors look different. in different lights. Well, you know what? I don't remember how I chose my color. I didn't do that. But I did go and get samples of paints. And I did paint boards. Right. And I placed them around my kitchen. uh, And and, um, one of our... (laughs) doors not in our kitchen right now I mean it never was in our kitchen but it's not in our kitchen uh, but you can see it from our kitchen has uh the different paint swatches on it still. oh really you yeah, kept this them. little memory oh that's quite that's quite sweet actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So this new renovation project that you're planning, have you started thinking about this yet or is it still in the dream stage? It's in the dream stage. Okay. I think I've got a long way to go. Okay. But yeah. I should take some of our own advice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't call anyone when you've had too much chocolate or wine. No. Do it stone cold sober. That's another with good a lot piece of, of thought. Another good piece of advice. <laughs> what are friends for? Uh, thanks, Jen. Oh, you're welcome, Cheryl. You're welcome. Flotsam and Jetsam, part of the Ferrochrome Podcast Network.